is the College Football Connection Podcast with Marty Jenkins and Alvin Reed on 101 ESPN. Welcome in, folks. Marty Jenkins here. This is the College Football Connection Week 2 Podcast with my man from the St. Louis American and the legendary Donnybrook, Alvin Reed, the pride of Lawrence, Kansas, and Kirkwood. What's up, my man? You got it, man. I didn't connect on much last week, man. I let I let the listeners down. But, hey, it's a it's a marathon, not a sprint. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Stay with me. I barely connected. You know, I went five and four. That's making money for the people who listen. But listen, it's a lot like the players on the field. That was week one, you know? Yeah. It, we we have some bumps, you know? Um, but we're going to bounce back, and it's a long season. And we're going to start with last weekend. You were in Lawrence the entire weekend, you know, hanging out with friends, you know, all your boys, you know, meet and greets, coaches. Coaches. You know, how was it down there? Man, it was fantastic. It was a fantastic weekend. Um, I'll tell you what, you know, Friday night game. Uh, you're playing a South Dakota team, which I picked. I thought we would cover. We did not cover. They fall behind um, late in the fourth quarter. Kids didn't leave. Fans didn't leave. Um, they pulled it out. And, you know, I, you know, people were laughing at us on ESPN because the kids stormed the field. But, look, it was organic. It was genuine. It was really appreciation of the moment. It, it, you know, we lose that game. We lose that game. Hey, a win's Before. a win. And a win's a win. You mentioned it. It's organic. And I followed it on Twitter, you know. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people weren't laughing. People it, said it's kids. Let, let it, them have their let them time, have, man, and I mean, in the moment. And it was loud. Really? And it was, they stormed the field. It was kind of, you know, it was unexpected in my eyes. And it was just kind of, it was just a cool moment. And the next morning we had brunch. I, I was, you know, with K-Club, I had brunch. And, you know, head coach shows up. He was there, he spoke, was there about 20 minutes, you know, greeted. Athletic director, Goff, guy who went to KU, was at Northwestern. He was there. A couple of the coordinators came through. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they, I don't know. They want it. I don't know what would have happened if, if they had <laughs> not pulled it out. I think that they would have been there, you know. But at the same time, they pulled it out. Everyone left happy. We go to Coastal Carolina, uh that's a loss. That's, that's probably, it's probably a loss. They're, they're like, a, you know, they blew out, what, the Citadel or somebody. Yeah, VNU or something. I think they're 19 yeah. or 20 in the nation. You know, that's a, that's a tough road to hoe. But but I tell you what, Marty, my, my two-win bet well, is looking real is looking real good people, right now. People messaged me about that. They uh, yeah, said, yeah. They said they're going to get that win at Duke. I, Duke I, lost at Charlotte. I know. I know. That's winnable game. That's a winnable game. And right. Iowa State. Who's a preseason well, top ten? Should have lost. <laughs> they barely beat Northern Iowa. Right. And should have lost. Mm-hmm. So now we're thinking, you know, maybe two is feasible. Maybe they do get that. And, and it look, and they got West Virginia at home, and West Virginia got knocked and, 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 off and, by, and, by somebody. Maryland, Maryland, and beat by Maryland. To, yeah, who was supposed to finish, you know, midway through the Big Ten at best. At best. So yeah, I don't know, man. That two is feasible now, and I took the under on that, but it's looking like. They could win at Duke. And you know how that is. You fall ass backward into one more win. It's not like, man, you know, now all of a sudden you need one win and you got, what, 11 games to get it. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, I'm not saying they'll beat Oklahoma or Texas. No, no, no. Well, Oklahoma. Well, Oklahoma be too right. He might beat Texas. Right. Exactly. That game, that was done, man. And yeah. then I and then mm-hmm. I saw the final score, like a headline, like Tulane's last ditch effort comes up short. I'm but, like, last ditch effort? I think Oklahoma. <laughs> I, Oklahoma was playing with one arm behind their back. Mm-hmm. I, I said, like, I think Oklahoma was beating the hell out of them, and then 
but they were playing vanilla. Mm-hmm. And then they just were, it was, you know, they just, you know, it was like a Tulane home game and, mm-hmm. you know, all that. And it just, it was just kind of like, you know, I think they just took their foot off the gas pedal and Tulane was still playing real hard. Right. And that's, I think that's what happened to Oklahoma. Yeah. I, I'm not worried about Oklahoma. I, there's other teams that I would be worried about right now. I'd right. be worried about L- LSU. When Oklahoma was playing, playing that game, they were up like 38 to like, 15 or something. Yeah, and they ran off like 20 straight and got within, you know, a few points. And that's what I'm saying. I'm not worried about Oklahoma. I'm I'm cool with, you know, college basketball, college football storming the court. I don't care who you beat. I'm, mm. They're kids. If I had a problem with anything in that in that Kansas mm. game, I think it's a disrespect to the players for the students, and I know they're kids, mm. chanting, we want Bama. Well, I thought that was funny. Though. It is funny, but, but then the players are hearing that, and they're kind of like, you know, that's way more embarrassing than charging the field. Okay, I hear what you're saying. But it was kind of like, okay, we're up 7 nothing. Oh, and struggled to get this touchdown because it was like with less than a minute left in the first half. So it was it was sarcasm. You think that place was three-fourths filled? We were, what, we were in the mid-30s, um, and we're like about 55. But the key was people stayed. And the right. key is also, it sounds like the fans were into it. Oh, very much into well, it. Well, that's a good All sign. Coaches, um, you know, I, date, I know David Lawrence. Um, he was on the team when I was there. And he's one of the uh, announcers now. And everybody's saying, like, the atmosphere was true. I mean, it was and a it true. it sounds like nobody expected that college, atmosphere. No, no. Everybody was surprised that it was a true college football atmosphere. I haven't seen that since, like, the Mangino days. Or, or, or you got a new coach, you know, like yeah. I say, you know, and all that. But, listen, it was, like I said, it, it was genuine. Mm-hmm. And I think, hopefully, th- some more positive things will happen this season. And But at least they showed. Yeah. That they had to who's pot to win a game, and they won the game, and that's all, you know, like anybody can say, it was a good weekend. Now, I, I, do I wish there would have been 50,000 people there? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But who's born bear? The Jayhawks were 35 or the or the Missouri Tigers were 45? <laughs> I, I told you, I said on the air, mm-hmm. I said, like, come on, folks, man, support your team. Yeah. I don't care if it's Central Michigan. I don't care if it was, was it raining here. It was raining Saturday morning out that way so i don't know it was on and off here yeah it was raining so i don't know but i would just say like you know still you're you're expecting sec um maybe not superiority but you're expecting respectability respectability on a weekly basis and and that means show up for the games people Mm -hmm. well i mean let's talk about that 34 24 over central michigan um, quarterback Bazelak was okay in that game. Um, Tyler ba- Beatty ran for 203 yards. But the defense of Mizzou allowed, like, almost 500 yards. <laughs> Wait, you lost your best two defensive players. Mm-hmm. And maybe they were making a lot more noise than we kind of thought they were. Mm-hmm. Although they were both, you know, like I say, both drafted, both going to play in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time maybe maybe you lost a little bit more than you thought yeah and and this kind of speaks volumes to the point spread we'll jump right into that they play at lexington this weekend you know mark stoops god he's been there forever i I didn't know he's been there that long but you know he's he's coming up on a decade but kentucky only favored by five um no offense play defense that's why it'll be close game yeah and and they ran over louisiana louisiana monroe uh penn state quarterback transfer will levis he did good you know four touchdowns almost 400 yards one of the top running back tandems in the SEC with Rodriguez and Smoke. But, you know, the defense, solid. But that secondary, I think Mizzou can expose that. Um, and I took the over in this game. And I'm going to go 
with Kentucky to cover because I think if you only beat, you know, uh, Central Michigan by 10, and that game's going to be in Lexington, they're 1-0. And believe it or not, people do come to the games in Lexington. No, I, I, one of my favorite trips when I was in college for the football team is when we went to Lexington. Mm-hmm. And that was the year we went 4-5-2, and two, and we tied them. And they threw, like, beer bottles at us because we didn't go for two at the end of the game and just kicked the field goal to tie. Bottles? But, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, wow. but, but, hey, that place was packed. Yeah. And they were bad. Yeah, it's Big Blue Nation on basketball, but they come to the football games. They come to the football games, and it is a good atmosphere. And I think Missouri will have to, first of all, Missouri will have to bring a better effort than they did, you know, just defensively. One for 11 on third downs. You're going to have to do better Mm -hmm. if you're going to win that football game. I think Missouri can win that football game, but this whole thing where, like, okay, Kentucky is win number two, and we're going to be 4 0 when we play Georgia or whatever. Right. And what's that Georgia game going to be looking like right about now? You know, like yeah, that defense of Georgia, holy smoke! You need to right, Missouri. You you better figure out a way to beat Kentucky. That's a loss against Georgia. I mean, I don't well, care. or maybe they won't show up that day. But boy, I'll tell you what, I don't think Clemson looked as looked as bad offensively as Georgia looked good defensively. If that makes sense, it does. And we'll cross that bridge in a few minutes because okay. I want to talk to you about that Clemson Georgia mm-hmm. game. But in this game. Um, I think there's going to be lots of points scored, and I'm going to go with the over on this game. And I'm also going to double up here. I'm going to take Kentucky to cover and the over. Who you like? I'm going to take I, – I will take Kentucky to cover, mm-hmm. okay? Um, but I think it'll – I am i couldn't – I can't go over because I, I just think that – Sloppy affair? Yeah, and that Kentucky plays solid enough defense mm-hmm. and has a weak enough offense that I just don't see – that many points being scored. That's that's basically. So you want to go with just Kentucky, or you want to take the under as well? I think I'll just go with Kentucky. Just on that Kentucky. One. I'm just going to take Kentucky to cover. All right, let's let's head over a state. Um, I told you, man, watch out for UTSA and Champaign. Uh, well, but the thing is, Marty, <laughs> did you, Marty, Illinois could have won that game and could have covered like three different times. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, you can't let a team drive 80 on you mm-hmm. right after you got right back in the game. All you need to do is get them get them off the field. Get your ball back because they ain't stopped you mm-hmm. in the second half either. The only thing you can't do is let them just tear down the field. Yeah, and you're you're back down by double digits. Yeah, again. and Illinois had a chance at the end. They had a touchdown. They had a chance at the end, and uh, boy, clock management was mm-hmm. horrible. Yeah, that kind of spoke volumes in that game. Yeah, man. Now they go to Virginia, and Virginia's ten point favorites. That's a ten a.m. Central Standard Time start. Virginia's favorite by ten. Um, you know they play William and Mary. They won forty three to nothing. You know really can't take anything. Um, for that game, but what I can take is you just mentioned it. The Illini surrendered almost 500 yards of offense. Right, 500 yards, and now they're going to have to deal with a dual threat quarterback in Brennan Armstrong for Virginia. Um, and I'll tell you what, though, real quick, that backup for Illinois, Sitkowski's, he's doing pretty good. No, he he was doing fine. I thought that the coaches, like I say, that last drive of the game, I thought play calling, mm-hmm. clock management, things that were out of his hands. I thought, like, listen, if you're going to take shots. Take your shots early. If you got a punt, punt. Yeah. Try to back them up and yeah. then play the the desperation game. But it just seemed like I I just I don't understand it. I thought, hey, I think you wasted three or four plays. That's on the coaches. And that's on the coaches. Mm-hmm. Then you throw a ball and a guy catches it, but he's out of bounds. And you want to say, like, hey, everybody, you got to stay in bounds. Yep. No, you can't do that. That's an easy call. I really like Virginia in this one. I, I ten does seem a lot for these two schools. I'm gonna take Illinois. I, give me the ten. All right, give me the ten. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Virginia to cover, and um, I'm gonna take the over as well because I think we're gonna see a lot of points in this game. 
Uh, and you're taking the Who's. You're taking, uh, or no, you're taking Illini to cover 10. I'm, I think the Illini cover the 10. Okay. Now, before we move on to the next game, uh, I wanted to talk to about, you about the Illini real quick. Because looking ahead. Now, they did let me down. I will say this, that they let me down. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, my, on my poor first week, Illinois, come on, y'all. You'll bounce back. Mm. Uh, I don't see another a win for them. Um for a while. Uh, October, Charlotte. They'll beat Charlotte, okay? Okay. Even though Charlotte just beat Duke, right? Charlotte right. just beat Duke. Charlotte just beat Duke. What you a football game. You got to – Maryland just beat West Virginia. I don't see Illinois no, winning you, that you, one. No, they could beat Maryland. You think so? I In think Champaign? So. Yeah. Then they got to go at Purdue. And Purdue looked pretty good. They had a win this week, yes. past weekend. Um, and Wisconsin, despite them losing, you're still going to get crushed by Wisconsin. All right, so those are our picks for that game. Uh, let's move on to the third one. And by the way, this, you know – this is a relatively light week, you know, mm-hmm. monster matchups last weekend, but this weekend is a little bit light. This game could be considered the highlight, but Oregon is decimated by injuries. This is another 11 a.m. start. Number 12, Oregon at the shoe against the number three Buckeyes. Um, Buckeyes coming off a win. Did you catch that game when we got done recording at Minnesota last weekend? Yeah, yeah, right. Because we, we both said, like, better watch it. Better watch it. Yeah, and Minnesota watch was it there the for a half. while. <laughs> <laughs> and then late third, early fourth, oh, no, yeah, yeah. I was watching Friends or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but the Buckeyes, <laughs> and my, my parent, my dad told me to stay away from locks after that Hoosiers debacle last weekend. Mm-hmm. But I do think this is a lock. This is my safest pick of the week. The Buckeyes, 14-and-a-half point favorites. Um Linebacker uh, Mathis is out with a knee injury. One of the best players in the country, Kayvon Thibodeau, another linebacker, day-to-day with an ankle. And Oregon, in Eugene, barely beat a bad Fresno State team. Barely beat a bad Fresno State team. Mm -hmm. And and it's all lining up to fall that way. I will say this, that, you know, Illinois played a game, and we were based upon them beating Nebraska in that, you know, week zero game. Mm -hmm. These other teams, this was their first game. Mm -hmm. And there's... I know we'll probably talk about one that's coming up, and I'm thinking, like, boy, it seems obvious to me what's going to happen in a couple of games, but I keep reminding myself, like, you know, Alvin, that was that was first time out. Yeah. And I don't think that team is as bad as they looked in the Oregon that team? game. Oregon because of injuries, mm-hmm. but there's uh, we'll get to it. But I'll tell you what game that is, which okay. I because I, I guarantee you the world is thinking, like, this team is going to get crushed. And I don't think this team is going to get crushed. I'm going to take the Buckeyes to cover, and I think they cover that 14 and a half easily. I'm going to go with you on that one, yes. Okay, I'm also going to go, and I think this could hit at halftime. I think, well, maybe third quarter. I'm going to say over 63 and a half points. You want to stay away from over-under? I'm I'm going to stay away from that on that one yet. Mm -hmm. Not until I get a a better feel for, for, because keep in mind, 45 to 10, 55, yeah. You know, you ain't, you're not covering. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, it, it's that's a lot of points just on the board. If one team is not scoring, yeah, then boy, you got to you got to ring up a lot of points. Another early game. That's 11 a.m. as well. Yeah. <laughs> so get the coffee going. Oh, man, Alvin. at least it's Central Time. You know, mm-hmm. good God. You know this. All right, believe it or not, this is the top game of the weekend. Arguably, I've been reading. You know, this is the most anticipated Cyhawk game ever. Yep. Number 10 Iowa goes to Ames mm-hmm. to take on. Number nine, Iowa State, who, as we mentioned, barely got by Northern Iowa. First week jitters, maybe. Hoosiers, an absolute embarrassment. They even came out with one of their players, the jersey, Indiana was spelled wrong. Right. But they said they had 
it was too tight, so it like covered up. I don't know, but yeah, I know. I mean, come on, man, come on, man. But this is the game I'm talking about, Marty. This okay. is this this is the week two where all signs point to Iowa just steamrolling Iowa State. But you think Iowa State comes out of the cone? I think Iowa State comes out of whatever funk they were in mm-hmm. last week. Mm-hmm. Three hundred thirty-five yard funk against Northern Iowa. Right. That's it. Total yards. Total yards. I think they show up, uh, Marty. I think they. I I think they can win the football game, but I definitely think they can cover four and a half Cyclones. I you think they cover that easily. I think they cover. Okay. Um, because somebody knows something. Yeah. You know what? And and everybody looked at that and they saw the the same two things. Mm-hmm. Now maybe somebody had an understanding that Indiana is not the same Indiana they were last year. <sighs> maybe yeah. it was like. You know, that game just got away from them. Yeah. Why is Iowa State favored to beat an Iowa team that just ran all over Indiana? And Iowa State has trouble with Northern Iowa. And I granted the game is in Ames, okay? It's going to be an atmosphere, man. Right. And so I'm I'm thinking Iowa State shows up, proves to the world why they're the number 10 ranked team in the nation and, and gets it done. Did you happen to catch any of that Iowa-Indiana game? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So 34 points Iowa scored, mm. and almost half of those points, mm. 14 or 17, uh, 14 or 21. Pick sixes. Pick sixes. Right. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how many interceptions uh, Penix finished with, with mm. the, for the Hoosiers, but I think it was three. But you want to talk about some preseason hype. I mean, this team, you know, a top 15 team, and they just came out, and they absolutely laid an egg. Right. It was embarrassing. Well, you know, first game of the year, on the road, mm-hmm. conference game. Yeah. That could lead to disaster. Yeah, they couldn't handle that pressure. They they just did not. They just they just did not. And then once they were down, they were down. Yeah. This was a tough one for me to call. And the Cyclones quarterback Purdy, you know, in that game against Northern Iowa, they got a bunch of field goals in the red zone. They could not get six in the red zone. Right. I do think that changes in this game. Um, and I think this is a a really hard game to call. Um boy, I'm still I'm I'm sitting here right now, like changing my mind. Like, um, and I'm not going with the over and under in this one. I'm going to roll with you, Alvin. I'm taking Iowa State to cover the four and a half. I, but I, I think it could be a good game, a great game. No, I think it is, too. I think, well, you know how that is. Like, it's a two-point game, a late turnover, Iowa State scores. They win by nine, ten points. Yeah. They've covered. But, yeah. you know, it isn't like they dominated the game or anything. Yeah. I just think Iowa State is a lot better than they showed. Yeah. And, and I don't know if Iowa is as good as they looked against Indiana. Yeah, you'd have to think they come out different. They have one of the best coaches in the country, Matt Campbell, who's going to be at a bigger program probably next year or the year after. But I'm going to roll with you on that one. I'm going to take the Cyclones to cover the four and a half. Um, An interesting point spread on this game is we we go to Fayetteville. Mm -hmm. Number 15, Texas, who a lot of people were talking about this past weekend, you know, they looked they looked good. Um, You know, they they beat Louisiana. Arkansas supposed to be one of the worst teams in the SEC but Texas, and I know it's on the road, and Fayetteville's going to be lit, but they're only six-point favorites, six-and-a-half maybe on the last one I looked at. But Texas only six-and-a-half-point favorites at Fayetteville. Um, Bajon Robinson, good running back. Um, I think the Hogs, they could hang around because this atmosphere is going to be pretty crazy. I think they hang around in the first half, but I think it turns into blowout city in the second half and that Arkansas defense just gets exposed by a good, a good Texas team from what we've seen thus far. Um, and I like Texas to cover and the over in this game. What's the over on it? Remind me on that one. Uh, well, I'm going to double check real quick because it's been jumping all around. But <laughs> Texas is going to cover the six and a half, in my opinion. All right, I'm I. 
you should never try to, you know, get all back at one time, but I'm going to tell you something here right now. Uh-oh. I think Texas is still miraging. And the whole Steve Sarkissian thing, oh, now we found the savior and whatnot. No. No. I don't I not yet. Fifty six points, by the way. Not yet. Fifty six is the over under. I would take the over on that. I'll probably leave it alone, but I'm telling you, I think Arkansas covers. I think Arkansas wins the game. Wow. I think I I would like to know what somebody would give me Arkansas outright. Plus two twenty. Put down ten bucks, you win twenty two. You put down fifty bucks, you win a buck ten. Yeah. Yeah, you you put down the C note, you get two twenty back. <laughs> I'm just I'm just kind of thinking, you know. So you're going to take them to cover and win? I think I well, I'm going to take them to cover. Okay, but I am telling you, Arkansas can win that game. Wow, who's Texas? <laughs> you know, all this we're moving to the SEC. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. When last time Texas had a dominant football team? Whew. That's actually a good question. Decade? Uh, um. Yeah, with Sam Ellinger there, they really never – they didn't achieve the heights they wanted to. It's been several years. It's I been a lot of years. Please. It's been a long time. I'm not going to go back to the Vince Young-Matt Liner game. It, it's been, They've been no, better. No, a long time. Well, wait a minute. Hold it. Texas is the reason that KU gave David Beatty an extension of his contract because somehow KU beat them. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, think about that. <laughs> That's think pretty bad. That. Right. They didn't walk the dog on us the last couple of years. Yeah. No one like they'd whooped us. Like there just wasn't no game to be played mm-hmm. that day. Who's Texas? All right, you don't like Texas at all. I don't like Texas at all. I I I don't. I think they've been doing the memorize thing for a long time. All right. Well, while we're at it here, I'm going to pull this up real quick. Uh, Texas, um, they're over under uh, for total wins for the season. What do you think it is? I just looked at it. Nine. Eight. Okay. So you're close. And that's a crappy conference. It is a crappy conference. It is a it right is Right now. Right now, yeah. Because basically all you said was, all right, if you win all your non conference games, you're gonna lose to Oklahoma and you're gonna lose to what? Iowa State? Um I don't know about that. We'll, we'll see. I'll, well, I'll just say, what two do you see them losing? Let me let me point up the wins and tell me if you agree with that. Right. right now, they're one and zero. Okay. Um, they beat Rice at home. Yeah, that's two. Um, I don't know if they beat Texas Tech at home. <laughs> they, they, they should beat Texas Tech at home. They but I, I, I ain't, I'm not going to put my house on. They it. beat Kansas. That's three. Yeah. They beat Kansas State at home. Yeah, because because they they got to get revenge because because. K-State beat them last year. At, at West Virginia? West Virginia looked awful. Yeah, that's five. Let's just be let's be generous here and give all them five. All right. At Baylor? Didn't play very well yeah. this, this week either. I think I kind of like week where one. Your, your head's at there with picking them under eight wins this year. Yeah. Because uh, they're not going to beat Oklahoma. Right. Um, I don't think they win at TCU. Where's Oklahoma State game? Is that on the road or is that at home? It's at home, but I still well, like it, Oklahoma it, State. I still like Oklahoma State. Yeah, you made, yeah I kind of like your... Uh, the, one team that, the, the one team that could provide, like, vengeance for this whole moving to the SEC is Oklahoma State this year. Yeah. They, got, they have Oklahoma in Stillwater, and uh, I think, you know, they can... I think they could, like, be our tool of... You know, mm-hmm. vengeance right against those two teams. All right. Well, there's our picks for the week. Uh, real quick, we're going to rewind. I just want a couple. I want to throw a couple quick hitters at you, um, and we don't need to dive into this big time. I just want to get your thoughts. 
Um, there's no way the ACC is going to have a Final Four team this year. Ah, ah. Clemson got smoked. They win all the rest of their games. And I say smoked, I know. But yeah. they don't play anybody. They don't That's play the anybody, thing. I understand. The and ACC- my, wait, in, in Miami, what, if Miami turned it around and won all their games, even if Clemson played Miami in the championship game, I don't know. I don't know one loss based well but so early in the season let me let me let me let North me carolina was a preseason top 10 they got beat last weekend they got at beat virginia last week. tech oh, we, and got whooped yeah <laughs> got whooped yeah where was that right. quarterback everybody's talking about yeah where was clemson's quarterback at now georgia might have a really better defense than maybe we thought best in the country best in the country maybe with them but they made him look bad man yeah i'm gonna say that there's there's really no chance the acc gets a final four team in this year uh but this listen these these quick hitters we're doing it's only week two you yeah. know we'll that, cross that bridge in a month maybe things will change i hear you um Here's another quick hitter. Here we are again. Alabama far and away the best team in the country this season. This season. Yes, right now. Right now. Although I don't think Miami showed. All right. They didn't show, all right. Right. So we it once again, how how good are they? You know, a neutral game for Alabama is a home game from Alabama. Yeah. Especially if you're playing in uh, Atlanta and it's it gets Miami. They Miami fans, you know, don't travel in no huge, mm-hmm. you know, brigades. So I yeah, I did right. That quarterback Bryce Young for Alabama, the freshman, they didn't miss a beat on that front because he looked outstanding. He looked outstanding, but who were they playing? And, right. and I just right well, Alabama Georgia this year. Wonder where that game's at actually, because uh, this would be the year you know where Georgia, Georgia and Alabama. But then what happens when they they meet? don't play each other? I was gonna say they, they would meet in the SEC championship yep. game. Yep. So we, it's week two, but we can see the writing on the wall there. They're probably going to meet in the SEC title game. Alabama will almost lose a game between now and then. Georgia will almost lose a game between now and then because it's college football, and 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 there is there is a degree of parity, even at the, even at this moment. You know, Georgia Tech lost this weekend. The ACC looked horrible. Um, ACC looked horrible. Uh, I was going to ask you about because uh, they lost by double digits, stuff like that. One thing is like, oh man, everybody lost by a field goal or less than seven points, man. They, Teams, I think I whooped. You know, what can you say? Here was the most impressive win of the weekend, I think. That's Penn State not only covering the five and a half, but winning in Madison. Tough game, too. I watched a lot of that one. and I watched the whole thing, yeah. And, and that was a rough and tumble game. And all Penn, Penn State was able to make a couple of big plays. Yeah. And that was the difference in the game. Mm-hmm. And Wisconsin, that, that place was rocking. <laughs> and and they couldn't come out with a victory from that game. It I was give, rocking. I, I got to give Pitt State some credit yeah, on that man. one, man. To go in there, Franklin's team. Yeah. I mean, that, you I, know, that was, and that took was some brass. Of, wait, and that was a game that Penn State lost last year. That's why Penn State's record was the way it was. They played everybody tough, but they ended yep. up losing those games last year. Franklin had them at least geared enough to survive that first half and then genuinely kind of take control in the second half. Yeah. And then here comes Penn State with a chance to – Actually, win the game and the quarterback threw one of the poorest passes you ever want to see. Like, yeah. man, there was too much time to throw that. <laughs> yeah. Like, what, dude? What are you doing? And the way it was set up, you thought, here we go. Wisconsin's going to score, right? Um, one more thing. You catch my Irish on Sunday night? I did. <laughs> that was an interesting game. Well, I told you they was going. That was that was. Florida State's not going to be as bad as people are predicting. I don't think they're going to be as bad. I would be more concerned with with Notre, Notre Dame's. Dame's defense that I, I maybe about their 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 offense that's not a good look for their new d coordinator it's not a good Woo. look at all and i think it's it was typical notre dame that game was over and you thought they'd won the super bowl and i'm like i'm thinking like hey look tallahassee or not mm-hmm. you were supposed to beat that team yeah they were up 18 right 
And the next thing you know, and maybe we're got, in overtime. Right, maybe it got hot or maybe whatever. They started running out of steam. I don't know, but, boy, you know, ah, okay, Notre Dame, here we yeah, go again. Uh, yeah. Here we go again. You'll end up in the Final Four, get to play in the playoff, get you get whooped again. I, you I, know, don't, I don't think they make the Final Four this year. <laughs> Uh, that new defensive coordinator, man, that is not a good look, uh, giving up that many points in week one. Um, but I will say this, uh, they, they'll win their next two games. They'll be 3-0, and a couple of easy games. But then they got to go to Soldier Field and play Wisconsin. Yes. And and that's just it's not a good matchup for Notre Dame. It's not think. a good matchup for Notre Dame. Chicago is Notre Dame country. I don't know if they'll get all their hands on the tickets, so Wisconsin will be They'll bring They'll bring a lot, Wisconsin. Wisconsin will bring a lot. Mm-hmm. Right. And whatever their allocation is, they'll sell every ticket. So yeah. they'll they'll be there in force, and that's a tough game for them. That that will be a tough game for Notre Dame because I think Wisconsin, even in losing, boy, they played. That was the best game of the weekend. That's a to great me. environment. That, that and was, Gus Johnson had it. My favorite guy. Yeah, I said like that was a really good college football game. That was really a really good. I enjoyed watching that, even though I have no skin in the game at with you know, Penn State and Wisconsin. I got zero anything. You know, but that was a good football game, and that was an entertaining football game. I'm going to make one more pick here. Uh, It was something that I, uh, and you don't have to pick it, but it was something I did look over briefly, and it's a Friday night game. You're Jayhawks. Mm. Um, I don't, I'm not going to pick the 25 and a half points for Coastal Carolina to cover, but what I am going to pick is I'm going to say the game is over 52 points. I think both teams are going to score some points in this game, and I think it's going to be over 52. And I'm not going to lie, you know, Coastal Carolina is good, you know. Kansas could cover 25 and a they half in this game. They are going to cover 25. I didn't want to go here, Marty. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of points. Kansas is going to cover 25 and a half points. As, as, as crappy as we looked on offense for most of that game, this kid Bean can run the football. Mm-hmm. And he threw some. He threw some some good passes. He threw some absolute horrible ones. Yeah. He threw a couple of horrible ones on the drive that that we actually won the game on. Uh-huh. But I'm telling you, there's something, something brewing. There's well, put it this way, he's a kind of like he wasn't gaining a lot of yards when he ran, but they weren't disastrous plays. Right. Instead of being, you know, second and. 16 mm-hmm. it was second and eight right and compared to where we were a year ago those are manageable that, those are manageable you, yeah. at least you, you got a little something something going rushing terrible offensive line was supposed to be better couldn't control the line of scrimmage but they're running this stretch offense and i think that the running backs are learning exactly how to run this offense yeah and quit you know once they once you got them stretched you got to pick your hole you got to get into it you got to get some positive yards I think they're learning. Yeah. All right. And maybe it's just faith in this coaching staff or whatever, but I think we play a little bit better offensively. Coastal Carolina does not beat us by 25 and a half. Yeah, I kind of agree with that one. We were horrible last year, and they beat us, but they didn't beat us by 25 and a half, and they were better than us. That was in Lawrence, right? In Lawrence. No fans. (laughs) All right. But, no, think about it. Now, this team was undefeated until they lost their last game of the year. Yeah. Against a conference team. Right. And so what I'm telling you is they didn't beat us by 25 and a half last year, and they were infinitely better than we were last year. Yeah, I, I am going to go with KU to cover that 25 and a half, but I'm going to play it safe, and I'm going to go over 52 points in that game as well. Um, 
All right, wrap things up here. Are you heading down there for any other games this year? Oh, yeah, at some point, yes. You just don't know which one yet. The 81 team back together again sometime later in the season, so I'll go to that. Probably be homecoming where everybody just comes on in and, you know, does does the whole thing. That'll be in October? Uh, Maybe early November. It's either late October or early November. Right on. I think we got – it might be Texas Tech again because Texas Tech was two years ago, so it might be Texas Tech. Gotcha. Right. Oh, UCLA. Are they the real deal, or is LSU going to be down this year? I think LSU's down, but I'm, I'm, I look, look, I ain't going to lie to you. Big win, big win, big, big win. win. And as much place as I, was filled. But as much as, as much as I don't like Chip Kelly, hey, dude, run it, run it. Yep. You had a, you had a full stadium. Your kids showed up and played. Yep. They weren't scared. Yep. You ran the ball. You passed the ball. You stopped them. You played a solid football game against an SEC team. Never mind, it was on the road. For them and your home, big win. You beat them, big win. And you beat them. And I was like, "Hey, I I give you some justice. Look, in this crazy world that is going on with college football, you need USC and UCLA to be some decent football teams. Yeah, because all of a sudden now the West Coast matters again. Yeah, it well, don't matter. People look at Oregon and say, "Oh, it's great. They got a bazillion dollars. They got pretty uniforms, and they can get there. But then they're going. But no, people want to see USC yeah. play UCLA yeah. right around Thanksgiving." Yeah. We're all freezing to death, yeah. and we're looking at the the, the, the people in the stands at the Rose Bowl. It's Aloha shirts, yeah. No, Aloha shirts. Right. I say, well, I tweeted right after the game. I said, you know, it, it, this may be premature, but I think UCLA is back. I want to believe it. Yeah. But, but I'm not a big believer in Chip Kelly. Right. So I could say, yeah, see, they'll lose some game. They'll lose to Washington State or some nonsense. Speaking you know. of Washington, did you see Washington got beat at I home? Yes. Montana. Montana. How about that for the Big Sky Conference? But, but, or just the— like week zero was one thing, but week one, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, man, I'm not, I can't really start like really like saying like this is going to happen to that because boy, a lot happened in week one. Yeah, that it was a I, fun week. I I just don't think you can base the rest of the season on what happened last Saturday, right? Based on some of these scores, like, right? But I will say this: I do think LSU is going to be a player this year. And I'm not sure which direction UCLA goes for the rest of this year. But, I mean, LSU, I, I watched that entire game. And LSU, there was times where LSU I thought was going to, you know, turn on the next jet and pull away in that game. Credit to UCLA. But I do think LSU may be still a 9 or 10 team win this year. No, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. And maybe that gives credit to UCLA because they, they control that game and they won that game. And there was no time where my heart was beating or anything. It was like, oh, man, they're about to blow this or whatever. <laughs> yeah. No, they were in control. But, hey, if you're an SEC SEC team, and you got to go Death Valley, that's going to be a hard game. Yeah. And I felt bad for Brad Johnson's, yeah. him and his, mm. Brad Johnson and his wife are there watching their son quarterback mm. uh, for LSU. And LSU had a ton of dropped balls. Oh, they dropped balls. They they had miscommunication. <laughs> yeah. You know, like the one, like, you know, they would gain nine yards on a run, then have a, um, you know, a before snap penalty. And you're thinking, like, man, you went from second and one at, you know, your 35-yard line to now it's, you know, second and six and you're back at your, you know, 25. Which isn't indicative of, of an Ed Orgeron team, but you had a lot of turnover, like, yeah. as far as uh, graduation. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, so. I'm not, I'm, trust me, I ain't counting LSU out. Right. But I was impressed that UCLA, from stem to stern, was kind of not, not, 
I won't say not challenge, but I'll say like, boy, there was never a time where I didn't think UCLA was it was too big a moment for them. So you're with me, them and and, and Penn State, uh, the things that stand out the most. The, of the two, weekend. yeah, the two teams that stood out the most last week were were UCLA and Penn State. Yeah, I'll go with Georgia too. And, and I Cle- thought Georgia was just better than Clemson. Now I didn't believe that. I di- I didn't believe that going into the game, but as you were watching that game, yeah, it was like, listen. Either they got either they got Clemson's playbook by accident. Or... <laughs> I mean, Clemson, man, that's bad. bad. Would they, they score ten points or thirteen? I can't remember. Yeah. But... And they was chasing that cat every time. He like, he's like, oh, man, they come on now, mm-hmm. seriously. Yeah. So, all right, my man. All right, good times, and uh, we will touch base again next week. So there are our week two picks. And we say it's not a sexy week, but it's college football, man. The weeks in past years where you were expecting nothing to happen turn into the best weeks. A lot happens. So Right. But I would just tell you, hey, if you're listening out there, the Montana's beating Washington and and the – you know, North Carolina yep. losing and losing convincingly in these games like that. Yep. It's not their season. Do not decide that your team sucks uh-huh. based upon what happened last Saturday. Right. And I'm not I, – I will not say that KU is a lot to win two games based on what happened, mm-hmm. you know, last Saturday. Right. Tigers fans. Okay, you didn't cover against Central Michigan. Well, let's see what happens at Kentucky. Right. Hey, before we sign off um, – because, you know, everybody that listens here is mainly Cardinals fans. Um, Cardinals up 4-1 against the Dodgers uh, right now. i talking to my parents and everybody about this. My parents are diehard Cardinals fans, even though I'm a Cubs fan. I really, really hope Albert comes back next year for the farewell tour with him and, and Yachty and Wayno. Uh, I don't – I want it to happen so bad, and I hope it does, but I, I'm not extremely over-optimistic about that. I think it could happen. You think it will? I think it will if if they go universal DH. I think it will. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I hope it does because that would be something, man. You want to talk about a hot ticket next year? <laughs> oh, man, it'll be it'll be hot until about you know June the fifteenth when they seventeen games out first play. <laughs> <laughs> My man, Alvin. All right, man. Thanks for joining me. All right, man. Look forward to it, dude. Yep. We'll see y'all next week. Uh, thank you for listening and uh, go Irish. And we'll talk to y'all next week. Take care. Go Cowboys. You've been listening to the College Football Connection Podcast with Marty Jenkins and Alvin Reed on 101 ESPN. Sports talk for St. Louis.